Early colonists arriving in North America brought beliefs from their old countries, some enlightening and some very primitive. Unfortunately, insanity had fallen under the latter. People exhibiting horrid behavior were popularly considered to be possessed by demons or witches, and on occasion, the devil himself. Most everyone has heard of the Salem Witch Trials of 1692, and in recent studies of the historical documents describing the symptoms of the accused, modern psychologists have concluded what a majority of the executed witches were most likely insane. Witch hunting was not isolated to the Puritan New England. It was a common practice throughout the colonies. Throughout the next century in colonial America, the treatment of the insane person was almost always barbaric. Those without a family or friends who took responsibility for them were most likely placed in prisons in the in with a company of common criminals, often chained to walls, and they were unclothed regardless of temperature. Most lay in their own filth. Some families did take responsibility, although, and they were more concerned with hiding their problematic relatives to avoid embarrassment than trying to help them. They stashed them away in attics, secreted sheds, and even placed them in holes in the ground. It wasn't until the 1770s that facilities began to construct specifically to house the insane. But again, these places were designed to hide the individual from society, not to help them. In the 1800s brought much needed change to the world of the insane. By mid-century, Thomas Kirkbride's theory of creating a curative environment took hold, and the age of the asylum had arrived. Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum was constructed between 1858 and 1881. It is the largest hand-cut stone masonry building in North America. It is the second largest in the world next to the Kremlin. It was designed by architect Richard Andrews following the Kirkbride plan, which called for long rambling wings arranged in staggered formation, assuring that each of the connecting structures would receive an abundance of therapeutic sunlight and fresh air. Dr. Thomas Story Kirkbride's theory on what he referred to as the moral treatment of the insane, a constructive idea unique to the United States for mental asylums to, from the mid to late 19th century. Essential to the realization of his vision was moving patients from overcrowded city jails where patients were often chained to walls and in cold, dark cells to a rural environment where grounds were tastefully adorned and buildings arranged resembling a shallow V if viewed from above. The design called for a comfortable living quarters so that the buildings itself promoted a, cu a curative effect or as Kirkbride put it, a special apparatus for lunacy. These facilities were designed to be entirely self-sufficient, 
providing patients with a variety of outlets for stimulating mental and physical activities. The Kirkbride plan influenced the construction of over 300 similar facilities throughout North America. However, the 20th century brought changes in the treatment philosophy and more community-based treatments. The theory of building as cure was largely discredited. The expense of maintaining these facilities combined with physical deterioration has forced them to mostly be abandoned or some demolished. The original hospital designed to house 250 souls was open to patients in 1864 and it reached its peak in the 1950s with 2,400 patients in overcrowded and generally poor conditions. Changes in the treatment of mental illness and physical deterioration of the facility forced its closure in 1994, inflicting a devastating effect on the local economy from which it is yet to recover. Welcome back to the Circle Path Podcast. This is your host, Adam Skaggs, and my beautiful wife, Alicia. Say hi. Hello. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And you wanted to give credit to some... Oh, their, their website, Trans-Allegheny website. Um, all of that information that I provided at the beginning of the podcast was strictly from their website. I just kind of threw it all together in different format, but, um, it was all from them. Um, so they have a lot of history on their page. So if you're more interested in that, you could, you can go there and read that. It's not necessarily about the haunted history. I just kind of wanted to give a brief summary of you know, like asylums in, you know, prior to asylums. (laughs) Treatment of mental illness prior to asylums. Okay. All right. I I thought it was really interesting. So, yeah. Cool. So, um, 
I guess we should start with New Year's resolutions updates. Okay. Yeah. Because so. I think last last time we were talking, you were talking about your resolutions for this year. So should the audience be wanting to know an update? Oh. Let's let's hear it. Um, so it turns out I'm still a giant chungus. <laughs> what? <laughs> a giant chungus. Okay. Um <laughs> I lost three pounds. So, there you go. Still on the train. Yeah. N- not 30, but three. <laughs> three pounds in a week is yeah. awesome. 2.9 pounds of it was water. <laughs> Whatever. It's good. It's good. Um, no exercise has occurred. <laughs> well, well, that's the benefit of uh, low carb or whatever, keto. Yeah, um, but I am drinking lots of water, so my job's paying me to pee. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, you good. know, poo on the job, pee on the job, you get paid for it. <laughs> TMI, bro, TMI. <laughs> I uh, mean, you know, making that money, honey. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> peeing. On that note, um, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing good on doing on the good on the resolutions. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, so I kind of forced you into the low carb. Yes. I've been forced into the low carb as well. Um, I don't know how much weight I've lost because my chungus ass doesn't want to stand on the scale. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, so we're both fat and we're trying to lose weight. So (laughs) the end. Okay. I'm about to hit in the hundreds. There you go. Okay. So. Anyway, um, yeah. so why we wanted to do this episode? Yeah, so we we wanted to do this episode because we've we had a chance to visit the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So to paint the picture, it was in December two thousand and sixteen. Was it that long ago? It was that long okay. ago. Okay, twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So um, December two thousand sixteen. We, well, we kind of decided we were going to go prior to that. It was probably about a month or so prior to that. So we're like, yeah, we're going to go. And little did we know that even though West Virginia is like one state away, it was. Oh, that was a hell drive. It, it was a drive. Yeah, that was, that was probably the worst and hellish drive I've ever been on. Like, Agreed. Like, I felt like I had been beaten by the time we got there. <laughs> like, the mountains, the hills. Oh, yeah. The um, deer. <laughs> deer everywhere. I mean, we see deer here in Ohio, but. This is another level. This is a whole other West Virginia level. Like, it was, it was wild and wonderful West Virginia, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, just the, the winding winding roads to get there is just insane, and the, and the and the town is is like up in the mountains, so it's no, I think it's kind of valleyed. Was it? Is it like so? I mean, we went around a bunch of mountains. I guess. I guess. I think it's down in because it was pretty foggy down there. Okay, so maybe that's what it was. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's been four years ago, apparently. So yeah, <laughs> three. Um, About it's three or three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. Yeah, so the drive was crazy. We get there. It's like this little tiny Weston town. 
Weston. Weston, West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. So we get there. We are in awestruck of this giant building. We get there before anybody else. So it was, we decided to do a public ghost tour. It was our first ever we had ever done. So first, get, first public. Yeah. Yeah. So we go there. We're like in awestruck of this beautiful building. Um, it's kind of late at night. It's like about seven o'clock. I think the tour would start around eight or nine. Um, so we got there kind of early. We got us some Wendy's. <laughs> I was eating fries. Such is the Chungus way. Yeah. <laughs> mm, fries <laughs> and a regular Coke. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Never get those again. So <laughs> what's that like? <laughs> and um, so we hung out, kind of just took it all in. We get in there, they kind of talk us, you know, talk to us, and it was fun because they kind of ex- they they assign everybody that that takes the tour a reason why somebody was placed in the asylum so do you recall why you why why your person was placed in the asylum i forget what i forget i'm pretty sure mine was masturbation (laughs) okay okay I, I actually, I, I think we still have that. I remember now. Okay. So could you imagine you, you walk in on your whomever <laughs> and they're masturbating and you just lay them up in an asylum for the rest of their life? That's, I guess that's how they did things back then. They, yeah. I mean, some pretty interesting stuff. So you can probably search and see why people were placed in asylums. So it's kind of interesting stuff. It's kind of sad. Um, I know there was a lot of women and children that got children that got yeah. yeah put in there because husbands were alcoholics and didn't want to or they left or whatever right yeah. sad sad types of things so um so anywho we we get in there and to make a long story short we toured the building um, the first floor was pretty uneventful so they divide us up into four groups well, well let's get let's give let's give them a kind of an idea of how the, the building's laid out it's oh, sure it's like four four floors and in the middle there's this big staircase and on either side of the staircase there's these huge long hallways and off those so you have this huge staircase in the middle and then you have these like he said, two long hallways that have rooms, and then it kind of goes into like an H shape. Yeah, so like a like one 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 hallway in the front, and one hallway in the back, and they're right. They're attached by a little little parallel hallway. Right. On each side. So it's like you have this staircase, and then you have like these two H's. Is how I would ex- kind of yeah on every explain floor explain it yeah yeah, and this is just the main building. There's also other buildings that we did not go to. Yeah, we just got to go to the main the main building. Um, so first floor, 
I can't recall what was on the first floor now, but that one was pretty uneventful for us. I know that that was like part of the main building from when they, um, when it was opened up with the uh, Civil War. That was some of the really old part yeah. of the building prior yeah. to it kind of becoming the, the giant hospital. It was. Well, I think, I think, uh, so I want to, I want to say like ghost adventurers and all those, all those people get, got some, got some good EVPs and good spirit box stuff going on yeah. on that, for, on that floor. But we, we didn't have much luck when it came to that floor. No. Uh, but so, so, as part of the as part of the public ghost hunt, they 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 broke it out into four groups. I think we had like ten in our group, maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And they were each. So we, they started us on each different floor. So on the first floor, there was just our group across the entire building. Right and on the e- first floor. Yeah, and there was four groups, and each of them started on the on. The corresponding four four floors, right? So, that was to reduce contamination yeah, and yeah. try to. I mean, the building is enormous, so there's no way that there could be contamination if you put them on put each pe- people on different floors, right? right? So, so that's what that's that's kind of what we did. And then you were also given two hours per floor. So after you were on that floor for two hours, you would everybody would meet. Um, would come back together. We'd go down to the main floor, kind of take a break, and then we would go to the next floor. So if you were on the fourth floor, you were going down to the first floor. And if you were on the third floor, you're going to the fourth floor, et cetera, et cetera. So first floor, I definitely remember like the cafeteria felt very eerie and uncomfortable to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was kind of a creepy place. And I think the first floor also housed um, where they kept the bodies. Is that the first floor? Yeah, I want to say. I yeah. Um, so if you were if you had died, I don't know. Did they cremate cremate them there? I I don't or know. They about just that. stored the bodies there. I, I I would imagine both, but. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know for sure. I can't sure. recall. Yeah. So they would, so that was there and that was creepy, but I didn't feel anything really there. We didn't capture any evidence. We didn't, yeah. we didn't get anything like that there. I, uh, it, it was, it did, it was, it was uncomfortable being in there, but yeah. it wasn't, we didn't catch anything. Yeah. So on the second floor. So on the second floor. Um, we we did get we did get a few things right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You want to talk about that? So second floor, that's where we got the moaning, right? Uh, second floor, yes. Okay. Yeah. So the second floor, um, I mean, the second floor was definitely a different feeling than the first floor. Um, so our tour guide. He made sure that, like, nobody had flashlights on. Like, we were walking around in the dark. And it was really cool because he kind of... Uh, well, well, set the story. Uh, set the back, back story here, too. We Every time we switched floors, everybody was gone from that floor. There was nobody 
that was allowed to be on that floor other than the group. Right. It was pretty much locked down. Yeah. So keep that in mind when we tell when we we go forward with the story. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No. So the floor is pretty much locked down. Once you're on the floor, I mean, you're allowed to leave. It's not like, no, you can't go to the bathroom. But, I mean, your group is on that floor, and that is where you're at, basically. Um, so nobody from another group is kind of pondering around and being creepy. So it's just you and your group. So you can kind of go off and do your own thing. Um but as we were all walking around, we all kind of like gelled and jived together. So we stuck with our our uh, tour guide. And he he does this every week. Yeah, he was doing really, this, multiple yeah. times a week. Probably. I mean, he was doing this by himself. Like, yeah. he was really familiar with everything. And, and he was really good, too. Yeah. So um, we ended up in the bathroom of uh this i don't know what what hall was that so it was it was where they kept the younger teenage boys boys yeah yeah um and if i recall the story now it's been a couple years but i believe now again i mean this is for mentally unstable individuals but I mean, who knows? Yeah, who who knows what? if they were actually mentally unstable at the time? I don't know. But in any case, this I mean, could have been these could have been the kids that were dropped off by their by their parents, right? right? We so. have no idea. So, and I mean, if you're placed at one of these places, like you're probably gonna it's gonna mess you up, probably. Yeah, it probably is. So we get there. We were all sitting in the bathroom, and he tells us about a story of two boys. I think they were probably 16, 18, something along those lines. Yep. And the one boy had propositioned the other boy for, was it oral sex? Yeah. Yep. And he got very... the the. In the bathroom there. In the bathroom. And then the kid got... The kid that was propositioned became very upset and killed the other kid. So I think he stabbed him. He stabbed him several times. And part of the story was... Didn't he come crawling out into the hall? Yeah, the guy came crawling out and was bleeding all down the hallway to the nurse's station. Yes. To where the nurse's station would have been. Right. And they they have activity all down that hall. Right. As well as the bathroom. So we're in the bathroom as a group. Nobody's, everybody in the group is there in the bathroom. Um, I believe there's like three or four stalls. And we're asking questions. And we, uh, several of, of us have a different measuring devices. Yeah, we've got, we've got the EMFs going. We've got, um, we've got the SV7s going. We've got, we've got two flashlights in the windowsill. And in addition, I think he had his dowsing rods going as well. So 
everything was lighting up. Everything was going crazy. We were getting stuff on the SP7. We were getting stuff like our EMFs were pegging red most of the time. We were, I think we were in there for like 45 minutes, if yeah. I remember right. We were in there for a while. Yeah, we've got it all it on. It's a hot bed. Yeah, we've got it all on tape. Um, so we're asking questions and we're talking to them and we're asking yes or no questions and the flashlight is responding with yep. a yes and a no. And, and that's pretty much the entire time the flashlight was, was doing that. It was highly impressive. It was kind of an, an awe moment. And as all of us are sitting here in the hall or sitting in the bathroom in the hall, you hear this shuffling sound. Now, if you've ever been in the building, then you would understand. But if you, if you haven't, then please understand that the halls are very large and you hear everything. You can hear everything. So nobody can escape the bathroom. And you can hear this shuffling sound in the hall. And then you hear this moaning, which we have on tape. Yeah. And in addition to the moan, we, we do got, have we have the the video of the flashlights going on and yeah. off from our with our questions and um, but but during the moan we get on the SB seven somebody saying fuck like really loud and very clear. Okay, so do you have that too? Yeah, I've got that. I've got that. We'll play that. But it's it it, it was it was a really crazy moment because I was standing in the. Standing in the doorway with my back to the hall. Everybody was around me. Well, everybody was like in, in a, the bathroom. In, around me in the bathroom, right? Yeah. And as I was filming, I could hear like the shuffling behind me, but I didn't want to turn around because holy shit, something's right behind <laughs> me. And I hear the moan literally right behind me. So something came up behind me and moaned essentially into the ca- into the camera microphone. And we'll let you be the judge. We'll, we'll play this and we'll let you guys be the judge of this. Like you guys let us know if you guys hear this because this was clear as day to us. Well, um, I mean, it was an, an audible. This is not something that was recorded and heard back. Every single person that was in the bathroom heard this yeah and you'll hear that on the clip here like but it's okay. it, but it was it's it was it was insane it was okay. insane so um here's the clip you guys you guys be the judge tell me what you hear let us know So, there you go. So, tell us if you hear the moan. I mean, that's... I, I mean, mean, how can you not hear it? I mean, 
yeah, it's it, it was it was very loud. It was right behind me. It scared the shit out of me. Now, mind you, I mean, like we've had we've had a lot of paranormal experiences up until that point, but this place was just off the charts crazy. When I think back of all the times and all the places that we've been, which isn't like a ton. I mean, we have kids and jobs. We've been around. <laughs> we've been to, you know, yeah. we do things every now and then. Um, this is the place that I want to go back to. Yeah, this. Is- I want to get like a big group of people that just, I don't know. Like one day I just want to rent it out with a whole bunch of people and just do it. I think it would be really cool. Anywho. So that was the second floor. So second floor was crazy. Third floor. Second floor was crazy. Third floor was, at, as, you know, it's just as crazy, if not more crazy than the, than the second floor, right? Yeah. So second floor, or the third floor, we learned about a character named, it was Bob, right? I can't recall. Something like that. Anyway, so they, so as part of part of the story of the third floor was there was the third floor was real creepy feeling, very creepy feeling. I think as you go up higher, the creepier it felt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, by far. I mean that yeah. third floor just <sighs> yeah, it, it, it gave you the creeps. It, it felt like some people were staring at you from every single room as you were walking down. Down the hallway. It was scary. It was scary. So, as part of part of part of that floor, there was a there was a story where this this guy he was he was mentally mentally retarded. I'm not sure exactly what the problem was, um, but he. I think he was mentally retarded. Yeah. So so he was. I don't think he uh, he I don't think he was there for a any kind of criminal thing, but he was housed on the floor where they housed criminals, which was the third floor, right? So they had they, there was two of these two of the people that were in the asylum. One of these, both of these guys, cornered this this uh, this guy that had the the mental issues. And tried to hang him, mul- like multiple yeah, times. Yeah, they were like playing. They were like playing with him. Yeah, it was very sadistic. It was. It was really. It was really sick. And and ultimately, what happened was, they put his head underneath of a bed bedpost. Yeah. And jumped on the bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was sick. What these people did. And. Obviously, the guy died, and I think that they had they had removed the in not the inmates but the those two prisoners. I guess they're prisoners because they're there as inmates, right on the third floor. Yeah, but I'm not sure how that works. I, I don't know. I mean, they got. I mean, if you're criminally insane, I mean, are you a prisoner? I'm not sure. I'm not know. sure. I'm not sure what the what the terminology is, but but they but they ultimately killed the guy. They transferred both of them out, and 
they both died in custody. I'm I'm pretty sure. So when the the story goes that the guy that one of these guys that killed this killed this poor guy still haunts the place. And he's really active on the third floor there. So we got taken back to what was his room. Mm-hmm. Yes. The whole the whole group of the us. whole group. Yeah. The so we group. so we went back and it's kind of like a windy you go back into this go back into this room and then cut through another room to get to his room. Right. So remember we have the staircase in the middle. And then you go way down this hall. So you have the staircase in the middle, and then you have these two halls. But to get to these halls, you have to go through a set of doors. So the staircase is blocked off by a door, you know. So you got to go through the door. Then you got to go down this long hall with tons of rooms. And then I think you, at the very end, then you kind of cut through this little hall. Then you got to go down this other long hall. So basically, in order to get to this room, you got to go down the hall and through this hall and go down to this other hall. So, I mean, it's not easy. It's not an easily accessible room. And you're going to hear people walking towards you. And this floor had wood, wood floors. So it was, they were creaky wood floors. How do you remember all this? I don't. I I don't know. Call me Rain Man. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it, somebody's uh, taking their ginkgo. <laughs> <laughs> I got new. I got new brain stuff going on. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so um, yeah, you can't. You can't. Nobody can come up without us hearing it. Right. So we're all sitting in this room, and the guide is using his his dowsing rods and. It was pretty funny because he said, "We're sitting in a circle. We got it, our flat flashlights going. Everybody's got their stuff going. I think we're videotaping." Yeah, we taped the whole thing. We've got yeah. we've got that. So they were using the dowsing rods, and he was asking asking the 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 spirit, right? Who, who's your favorite person in this group? And of course, it points right at Alicia. <laughs> And then the EMF goes. I mean, naturally. Well, obviously, <laughs> the most beautiful person in the building. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chungus me. Oh stop. Anyway, so yeah, the EMF starts pegging. Yeah. The one that you're holding. Mm, yes. So he comes. He comes and just stands next to you or whatever. I don't know what he was doing. But it would kept pegging. Yeah. So we so we kept we kept talking, you know. We we're in there for probably ten minutes, I would say, and the guide was talking about how he had left some, I think it was vodka or whiskey or something, in the like the wall there, mm-hmm. because he was trying to befriend him, so that he can, you know, have better interactions with uh, him on the yeah. tours, right? Remember. Or- Offering cigarettes or yeah, it was cigarettes or it, but but he offered him some kind of alcohol. Right, I'm not sure what it was. Okay, yeah, because he said he 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 took it there and then he left it for like a month, mm-hmm. and after that month it was gone. So it was gone. Somebody took it. He said none of the people that worked there took it. 
So make of that what you want, but I don't know. I don't know what happened to the. To, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Anyway, so we're sitting there. We're getting these pegs on the EMF, and all of a sudden, we hear the door to the room literally slam shut. Slam. It freaked us out. I mean, this is a heavy door, and it is loud. And it just, bam! And our natural instinct was, who the hell just slammed the door? Because it just was like at such a great force that it's hard for your mind to even comprehend that that wasn't a, a a person. Yeah, it was. It was. Like that's a spirit or energy or whatever, whatever that was. That was something else other than a human being. What even scared the shit out of the tour guide because because he was like, "What the what the f was that?" Right, and we all ran. We, we all, all got up. Yeah, he we went were, out and looked out in the hall because he's thinking like. Somebody, somebody came up, up, yeah. But we would have heard them come up. Yeah, we 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 went out there. There was nothing out there, and this was like literally right afterwards. And the only remember what remember what Alicia was saying. To get to this place, you have to go down like a football football links field or field hallway, like a hundred yards probably. Do a perpendicular hallway to that, and then come all the way back down the other hallway. There's no exit out of that out of his room right. out, and that back side of that hallway. You so have you to have go. to go all the way back up, all the way down, and then all the way back up. Right. And we open the door within five seconds of of it slamming, maybe five or ten seconds, and there was no one there. No, nothing. I mean, you would have seen her. Yeah, there's nothing there. So, I mean, I don't know what that was. It wasn't wind. No. Because we went in December and there was no windows open. There was nothing going well, on Well, I mean, there. okay. Well, I mean, let's be frank here. Like, there's plenty of windows that had cracks and... Absolutely, but the door was... But this was not the case. Yeah, this was not the case there, and the door was heavy. So it was it was a heavy door, and it was slammed at, like... I mean, this was a pissed-off person. Yeah. So he wasn't happy that we were in his room or talking to him or what, but he did not he did not want us there. No. So I wish I had the recordings of that. I, I, don't, I couldn't get it, so... Well, we have them. We just <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get it in time for this show. Yeah. So I uh, maybe I'll post it on Twitter and maybe you guys can check it out there. Yeah. Or something. I, it's on our video camera too. So Yeah. I'll, Adam, you're going to have to try to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I'll work to get it. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's it's beyond my abilities. <laughs> well, almost mine too. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, so Moving on from the third floor, we went up to the fourth floor. And the fourth floor, I guess maybe you should talk about fourth floor because we because our interpretations of of things up there was a little bit different. Like meaning the 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 
shadow that we saw at the end of the hall. That was a little bit of a little bit of a debate as to what we were seeing. Right? I mean the fourth floor was very eerie. I can't remember what they housed up there. I there used to be this older older woman up, up there that used to sit in a rocking chair at the end of the hallway, remember? Yeah. And at the end of the hallway, you would see, so we would, you would look down, down the entire length of the hallway and there was this big circular window, probably, I don't know, it was like three feet in diameter. It, or was, diameter, it was very large. Yeah. And there was a, there was, there was light coming in through this window. So you, I mean, you could see if somebody's walking in front of this thing. So if you looked long enough, you would see a shadow going back and forth. In front of this window. It was kind of one of those situations where it's like, are my eyes playing tricks on me? Yeah. Um, I've been up for a long time. Like, is this really something? Um, I, I try to be a skeptical. Skepti- I can't even speak right now. You try to be skeptical, yeah. Thank uh, you. Obviously, yeah. Right. So I don't know what the hell I'm seeing. I mean, there was something, I think. I mean, we are all, we all observed some kind of shadow there. But there was something walking past, and it was clearly not like trees or anything like that. Because when you go down there, I mean, there wasn't anything that was making shadows come through the window. I mean, this is late at night. This is probably about 4, four o'clock in the morning. Probably, yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, it's late at night. Yeah, I mean, it is it is super late and you can't... I mean, we went up to the window and there was... There was, there was nothing coming Nothing in. there. We, yeah. I mean, there's no reason for a shadow to be going back and forth across this window. There wasn't. Yeah. So, I guess that was, that was kind of contested am, amongst everybody in the group there. Like, nobody knew... We knew what to, what to, what to make what to make of that, right? Right. I mean, I think everybody's seen it. Mm-hmm. Everybody definitely seen it because it happened many times. But I don't know what it was that we were seeing. Yeah. Um. And that was on the one side of. That was on the one side of the staircase. Yes. The other side of the staircase was a little creepier. That's where we spent the majority of our time when we were up there. Yeah. That was that was on that was the creepier side, yeah, of it. Um, and we we all sat down on the ground and okay. So what's the show called that Nick Groff does? Oh, with uh, Katrina, and they got that that really good footage at Trans Allegheny. Yeah, I just um, kind of got that thing slithering around on the ground. I can't remember that. It's not the portals to hell, but it's it's the other one. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't think. remember. Yeah. Uh, anyways, good show. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, their very first episode was actually Trans Allegheny, which made us really excited because of everything that we've experienced there. Um, I mean, and this is just like minimal, like what we're talking about tonight. Like there, there was so much more than even what we're even talking about. Yeah. Um, but that, that last hallway, when we were all sitting there 
together. Again, we were all sitting as a group. Um, we all just kind of sat on the ground and we just sat in silence for a good while. And looking down the hallway, you could definitely see things moving. And it just felt like things were coming in and out of rooms. Like the doors, all the doors were open to the hall. And you remember we heard one of the doors inside one of the rooms open as well. So we were sitting down there and the tour guide had some kind of he had built some kind of relationship with one of the one of the spirits up there. And he said that there were some bad spirits up there. Yeah, he says he's he's had some bad experiences up there, but the one that that was right outside the we were sitting right at the end of the hallway outside of this room that he 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 interacts with whatever is there a lot. And we were sitting there listening and he t- he asked he asked if he can he can make a sound I think it was, that's what it was make a sound and let us know that you're here blah 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 that kind of thing and we hear the door open the closet door open in the in the room mm-hmm. that was that was that to me was pretty creepy yeah but I mean it was just like a really creepy eerie feeling yeah I mean there if you I look- mean and it's like I don't even necessarily have a ton of of um like captures i guess but just the feeling up there just felt really heavy well if you if you if you listen to last week's episode we talked about shadow people right so shadow people if you want to see shadow people the fourth floor of trans allegheny is where you want to go yeah i mean because that's where they all are that's where they all are so me and one of the girls in the group, we actually walked through there alone. Um, down, it's kind of like a challenge that they have. Can you walk all the way through both of the halls? Because remember, it's kind of like an H shape. So can you walk down through both of those halls alone? No flashlight or anything. Of course, I didn't do it alone. I did it with this, the, this lady of course um, yeah of course not um adam was a pansy and didn't do it at all <laughs> well i mean like because literally i felt like people were staring at me at, and when i walked past every room it was like people were standing it in the was hallway. creepy but um i mean and i want to say when we came through the one area like that little h spot didn't get really dark through there. Yeah, it was pitch black. You could not see a thing. Which didn't make a lot of sense because there was some light coming through the open doors, like from the windows in the bedrooms, and then that area was just pitch black and mm-hmm. just really heavy and just very uncomfortable. And um, I don't know. I, I can't really explain it. It was just really heavy. And I think that's the same area that that um, Nick Groff and Katrina in that show. I can't, gosh, I can't think of the name. I think that's where they captured that. That shadow slithering that thing, yeah. person crawling, slithering, snake-looking yeah. thing 
on the ground, mm-hmm. which was very similar to some of the things that we would see when we were there, which were things kind of going back and forth. Across the hallway from different rooms. Yeah, we did see things that were slower moving and faster kind of jolting past. Um, So that was kind of interesting and really cool to see. Um, For sure, for sure. Yeah, so... I don't know. So they, they did a lot of interesting things there. So when I was actually doing some research, they did a lot of lobotomies there, which are basically um, thought to cure the mentally insane. And basically they would take an ice pick. Oh, God. And they would put it down into the, the corner of your eye. That, that oh, little. my God. And they would take a hammer and they would basically hammer this ice pick into your uh, prefrontal cortex, I want to say. I could be saying this wrong. And they basically, once they would get it in there, they would just take this ice pick and kind of scramble the brain. That's horrible. That's horrifying. And they basically were basically breaking the brain apart i mean in so many words i mean you're scrambling the brain well yeah it's, um, it's no wonder there's a, so, I mean, people are just hanging out there because i mean i mean there was a lot so yeah. this building was supposed to allow 250 people to live there and when we're walking through you can see it would comfortably hold 250 people But at max capacity, I think they were at over 2,500 people. So they were four and five people sleeping to a room. There were people sleeping in the halls. There were people that have no beds, weren't getting showered. It was a lot of inhumanity. And I think, I mean, I'm a nurse, so I can understand that, you know, there are people that are overworked and it's hard and you have a lot of patients to take care of. And so, I mean, you have a lot of people that are just. Do you think that that contributed to the paranormal energy there? I think so. I think, I think it would. I mean, because there's a lot of negative stuff that went on and, and just the negative feelings of not being able to have a space of your own, which would be, that's, that's, you're, you're already suffering from mental illness, which is depending on what that is. I mean, it could just be, I mean, and again, like mental illness quote, like if I'm masturbating, that doesn't mean I'm have mental illness. Yeah, it means yeah, I'm totally. horny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, so imagine you, you, the masturbator. (laughs) Why's it got to be me? (laughs) (laughs) You, Adam, the masturbator. (laughs) Um, You're, you you know, you're sharing a room with somebody that may be schizophrenic, that is a alcoholic with DTs, and they're, you know severe gambling i mean you have you know criminally insane 
you just have a lot of different people that are suffering from a lot of different conditions or no condition at all. I mean... And you're trying to coexist there. It's, 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 it's horrible. It would be horrible. It would be absolutely horrible. Yeah. So the building was was created with good intentions, but ultimately... It was a building like uh, limestone. I've heard limestone um, conducts paranormal energy. I think... I don't know. I think so. Okay, so maybe that's the... the it, that could be part of it, too. It could be part of it, right? I mean, it could... Stuff could be coming and going, right? Just based on the energy of the place. Well, and then, you know, the original part of the building, um, the Civil War. So they were bringing in the injured from the Civil War. And then you have, you know, so now the Civil War is over. So now you have a lot of devastation and depression from the Civil War ending and people losing their jobs and just, like, the whole area, you know, depression, just, I mean, and this this building was basically their, their lifeline, you know? Everybody in that community worked there. So, I mean, this this was it. For sure. So... I don't know. It's just sad. Sad to think about. So, I mean, yeah, like I'm going to be a salty sister if I am stuck because my husband didn't want me anymore and he just dumped me off into this building and this is where I spend the rest of my life. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be a pissed off bitch and I'm (laughs) probably be haunting (laughs) that place. Be haunting it nonstop, yeah. So, so I guess to wrap this up, like let, let's talk about when we came home, right? So we, we, we left the place. Okay. So we leave there. It's like six o'clock in the morning. We are exhausted. We've been up for pretty much about 24 hours. Cause I think we worked the day before. Yeah. We just went straight over there. Dom. Don't um, make that mistake again. If we ever go back. So we drive home, which was a pain in the rear. We had just gotten our car, brand new car, had like... A thousand miles on it, maybe. A thousand miles on it. And that's because like two weeks prior, I think we like drove it to Chicago. Yeah, something like that. It was was like a brand new Honda. I don't even think it had... No, it... I mean, it was less than a month old. Yep. And the car dies. So well, so we get it home. We get, get it home. We get it home. We get it home. And there's all kinds of crazy shit that's happening at the house after this. We get it home, and the car's electrical system completely dies. Completely dies. We take it back to the dealer. The Honda dealer has no idea what the hell's wrong with it. They literally kept it for like two weeks because they could not figure out why the stupid thing kept dying. It and wasn't battery. It wasn't fuses. It wasn't anything. If you're if you're a car guy listening or a car girl or whatever, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what you probably think it was. No, 
They could not figure out not what was wrong it, with yes. So, so they actually had to involve Honda. They had to call Honda. And Honda had to come out and look at it and figure out what the hell was going on with right. it. They figured out it was the entire electrical system in the entire place. Or in the entire car yeah. that had to be replaced. They replaced the entire damn thing. And then it worked, of course, right? Yeah. So. Same week. Same week. A dishwasher goes out. Our refrigerator dies. Our refrigerator dies. What else? I mean, this is all like same week we go. Same week. This was after we get back, of course. After we get back. And I, looking back on all of this. Like, we, did we we didn't take proper precautions, right? We didn't we didn't at the end of it we didn't cleanse ourselves, we didn't uh, smudge ourselves, we didn't do anything like that, right? It was we go, we see what's going on, and come back, right? So knowing what we know now, with the possibility that stuff can attach itself to you as you leave a place. I mean, literally, that's pro- that. That seems to me what could have could have happened because there was, there was just so of, much stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that happened here too. I mean, like I know we keep saying a lot of stuff. Like, what the hell's a lot of stuff? <laughs> yeah, just the noises and the unexplained activity, the creaking. The I mean, we don't live in an old house. We live in a house built in the 90s. Um, our refrigerator at the time was... A couple years old. A couple Four or years. five years old, maybe. Mm. Maybe not even that old. Maybe three years. I don't know. Yeah. But, it, I mean, just I mean, just weird. Nothing weird was stuff. old. Yeah. Uh, the car was, like, brand freaking new. I mean, right off the lot. Right off the freaking lot. Right Which, off the lot, we it had like two miles. No, I think it had like six miles on it. When we when we pulled it when off the lot, it. yeah. I mean, so skeptics will say, okay, well, it was a it was a lemon when you when you bought it. Okay, fair enough. I'll give that, you that. Give you that. So that on top of our refrigerator dying, our washer dying, we got all of these crazy sounds going on. My washing machine. Oh, yeah. The washing machine had issues. I had to get a washer and a dryer. Yeah. It was literally... Like every appliance. It was it was the most expensive ghost hunt I think that probably has ever happened. <laughs> like in the, ex- yeah. in the history of ghost hunts, we were the one that got shafted on that one. So. Mm, yes. So if we ever go back, we have to protect ourselves... And if you guys ever go out and go to this place, protect yourself because stuff can hop on and hitch a ride home. Yeah. Because so it because it, it it was really it was kind of it was kind of bad there for a little bit. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on in the house. Again, here yeah. I am saying the stuff word, but I can't explain it. Yeah. I, I mean, the footsteps, the just the things breaking, just there was a. There was a lot of, I don't know. Well, it, 
it it couldn't it could be paranormal couldn't it could could not be right so right but i guess i guess we'll leave it leave it up to the listeners to to make that make that determination yeah. right so um we don't know yeah we don't know but it, the place was cool the place was way cool yeah you guys need to go visit if you get a chance it's, it's in, in Weston, West Virginia, Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. It was uh, changed to uh, Weston State Institution, Weston State, Weston State maybe, um, and then I think uh, then it went back to Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. It took took on its. But everybody place. knows it knows it as that Trans Allegheny. Yeah. So yeah. if you look, if you if you look it up. You'll find it under that name. You'll find it. Um, yeah. Maybe we want to go back. Yeah, we will definitely go back. So, but, we but with precautions know. next time. We want to know. Do you, are you gonna go? Um, have you been? Yeah. Tell um, us your stories. Tell us your story. Do your research. Really cool place. Yeah, email, email us your stories. We we have a, we have our email. It's the circle path, the circle path at gmail.com. Yeah. We've got our Twitter, the circle path. Hit us up there also if you want. Uh we could do some we do some follows or we, we, follow us and we'll follow you back. Yeah. Uh also, you can visit us at the website also, the circlepath.com. Um I guess I guess that's it, right? Yeah. Well, I just want to thank everybody that's listened and Yeah, we uh, this is this has been us. this is so cool. Yeah, this has been really awesome. Like people want to hear what we have to say, really? I didn't I would have never thought when we started this that people would actually even want to listen to what the hell we say. So then why do we do it? I don't know. I it, it was mainly for most for us, right? Or for me mainly, <laughs> but it's. I cool. mean, I could have just watched Housewives. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool that you guys want to listen to us. Yeah, and we we appreciate each and every one of you, and we we love to hear from you. So, I would lo- I would love to hear from you. Yeah. So hit us up on Twitter. Once again, we're at the Circle Path, and the Circle Path at Gmail dot com. Yeah. Or the Circle Path dot com. Or maybe. We could get a really big group of people, and we could all go to Trans Allegheny together. Maybe, maybe, maybe someday. That would be so cool. That would be cool. Yeah. If okay. You, if you guys, if you guys are in the area of West Virginia, and you would like to go, let us know because we we're we're in the we're we would we would like to go again. So yeah. just let us know. Let us know your stories, and we'll see you next week. I guess. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening to The Circle Path. This is Adam, and that's Alicia. We'll see you next week.